Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a Brothers Grimm tale. My name is Matthew Hughes, and with me on this journey is my co-host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading... Christmas Special! So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a... Grim Reading! Hello! Hello! Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy season. Happy everything, Grim happy fans. Happy winter slash summer, depending on what hemisphere you're in. Welcome to a special episode of Grim Reading. Yes, the Christmas episode. Which, all being well, has been delivered to your podcast app or Spotify or whatever you listen or to. Or wherever on. your chosen vendor is. On Christmas Day itself. If it hasn't, complain. Yeah, that would not. That's Adam's fault. This is his episode. That's, yeah, that'd be subpar, and, and that we we will not stand for that. <laughs> no, we are here at the Grim Castle, just getting together for our Grim party. Oh yeah. What have we got, Adam? We've got loads of goodies around here. Well, we've got the fire crackling away. That's that's important, I think. Uh, it's a bit cold outside, and I'm mean, looking around us. We've got. We're just gonna crack open uh, some lovely festive port. Oh, don't mind have if a, I have do. a glass of that. So I'm gonna. Hit me up. I'm going to pour some of that out now. Join me in a... Would you, would you care for a glass of port, Matt? I'd love one. Oh, that's, that's handy, because I've got some right here. <laughs> Let me just much pop obliged, that open. Sir, much just obliged, Pour that out. Yeah, it's great. We've also, I can also spy some mince pies. You spy some mince pies. Chocolate fingers. And lots of other goodies. Some Ooh. cookies. Uh, maybe a, a few little Christmas gifts. Festive gifts. Festive gifts. Festivities. <laughs> So we just wanted to have a uh, little relaxed, fun, grim Christmas party and invite you to join us. For the festive season. Cheers. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Would you like to... Well, there's something else here I haven't mentioned. Crackers. Crackers. He's only gone and got crackers. (laughs) Well, it's only right. So on my cracker, I've got a... uh, he- do other countries use crackers at Christmas? Is that That's a, a good thing? point. So Matt and I, or if, in case you hadn't guessed, <laughs> uh, a couple of very English guys. Um, and we certainly in this country, in the UK, have crackers uh, every Christmas. So when you're having your Christmas dinner, uh, you pull crackers and they contain jokes, novelty gifts. Little and, funny paper uh, hats. Little funny paper hats that make you look like a sort of <laughs> cheap royal. Um, but... I don't know. Is that a thing outside of the UK? I have I no idea. Know. Email us. <laughs> Email us, please. If you're from outside the UK, let us know. Do you know what on earth we're talking about? Also, they're called crackers because they crack. What they like? Pop oh, they crack. They've got little bangy strips. So, do you want to? Let's do it. And you have to pull them at the same time. Absolutely. So, right, we've got one each, and we're handing them over. Okay. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Go. Bang. Adam won them both. I mean, I'm going to give Matt one because I'm a oh, nice that's guy. Fine. Golly, I've got. I didn't think about the joke, but. Uh, Where's my joke? Fee fi fo fum. Where's my joke? Jokes are my favourite part. Where's of my joke? Where, where's my joke? <laughs> Where is it? Where's it gone? Maybe it's in your hat. Is it in my hat? It's not there, Matt. Oh no! Where's my that joke? That sneaky fox. There's <laughs> a fox it ticket. Did it come? Did you take it? No. <laughs> I've got my own. Listeners, joke. I think Matt took my joke. I'm I'm kind of not happy about that. He's heartbroken. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm devastated. Where, have you got a novelty gift as well? No. Just a cracker and a joke? A, what, yeah. I mean, a hat and a joke. Yeah, it's true. They are miniature crackers. <laughs> right, would you like to hear the joke? My joke. I'm just going to pop my little paper crown off. Likewise. That's not going to rustle and be annoying during the recording. Oh, it, it works really well with headphones. Listeners. Oh, Matt looks like a real regal man. Oh, royal. <laughs> Where does Tarzan buy his clothes from? Where does Tarzan buy his clothes from? Vine store from the from the vine off the vine on, on vine, a jungle sale. Oh, love it! Wow, that's bad. <laughs> oh, that's so festive. I tell you what, this port is kind of delicious, is it not? Golly, it is hitting the spot. I forget how nice port is. It's it's a very Christmassy drink. Very, we wouldn't have it any other time of year. No. So it's, it's long enough. I've forgotten what it tastes oh, like. It so really good. is delicious. It's really nice. They've got lovely mince pies as well. I think I might. Shall we open these pince pies Let's up? Let's bust it open. Do, do, 
other countries have mince pies? Probably not. Probably that's very not. presumptive. That's a mince pie is like uh, it's a uh, it's a sort of uh, <laughs> go on that spherical. No, it's like it's round. Not spherical. It's round. It's a little mini pie. It's we a, know what shape a pie is. It's a pie shape, <laughs> and uh, it's so it's like sort of short crust pastry, and yes. inside the delicious filling is mince, not meat. But it's called mince meat. Is it actually? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, but it's not meat. It's uh, preserved uh, fruits, various fruits. Yeah. So like currants and... Raisins and things raisins. like that. Raisins. That is lovely. Mm. It's quite hard to do a podcast when you're eating something, but... I apologise, but if you saw it, you'd understand. Mm. That is a good mince pie. Mm. I approve. What have you got there, Matt? Well, Adam, as it's... <laughs> what a trouble. <laughs> as it's Christmas... I've got you a little gift. Oh, you haven't. I, I have. <laughs> no, you haven't. I have. No, he hasn't, listeners. Um, yeah, he, he has, actually. I've actually, got you, something. I've actually got you two gifts. Oh, uh, well. Mm-hmm. I saw them both and thought of you. Yes, it's um, fantastic. Christmas has come early. This one. This is your... This I was very excited about this. Oh, wow. So, I've got, like, a, a sort of orange paper envelope, is it? or like a folded up paper bag. Uh, I'm very intrigued. It's flat, so it could be a big Christmas card, but there's no way of knowing what's inside of that opening, so I'm just going to open it up now. Thank you very much, Matt. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Happy season. Happy season. What's in here? There's are there, there's several items. Are there? <laughs> the Bremen Town Musicians Paper Theatre to cut, fold, glue and play. This is fantastic. <laughs> It's a make. It's a make your own Bremen Town musicians, oh, and then I can put on shows. It's, yeah. it's got the it's got the little donkey and the the. I, well, it's not identifiable as a hound, but a dog, uh, a little cat, and a chicken, cockerel, cock, cock. Yes, <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> You're very welcome. And what else is in here? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> what is it? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, it came. It came ready sealed like <laughs> I that. I see. From Pukaka. <laughs> From Pukaka. <laughs> What's Pukaka? They're the company that make it. Ah, uh, I see. It's advertising other products. Oh, okay. I think. Better things I could have got you. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get me that stretching cat, Matt? <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, and then we've got... <laughs> oh, wait. The... Then we've got Pukaka uh, Christmas paper finger puppets. A little what? Father Christmas and a little uh, reindeer. <laughs> Read the other side. I can see the other side. <laughs> Enjoy. Hello, Matthew. Enjoy your pa- new paper toy. Merry Christmas. Best, Pukaka. It is for children. How did they know your name? I called them up. Did Hello, Pukaka. Pukaka, this is Matthew. This is Matthew. Uh, for Christmas, I would like a Birmingham musician paper theatre. Please. Stat. Get on it. Hello, Matthew. It comes with one paper theatre, five characters, two scenarios, plus two extras, and it's level two difficulty <laughs> made in Portugal. But what if I can only do level one? I'm pretty sure I'm level one. It's 100% recycled paper. Yeah, so it's great. So I mean, you can you can make that in your own time and post a picture maybe online, on Twitter. Oh, Instagram. I can't wait to play with this. That's, That's fantastic. Thank you very much. You're Mark. welcome. Well, I got you something else. He's got me something else. Yeah. He's put me to shamelessness. Oh, this is a beautifully wrapped present with oh, thank you very much. confetti wrapping paper. That is my favourite wrapping paper it's of all time. It's beautifully wrapped. I do like that. I got it last January, like super reduced, 75%. Nice. And that is the time to buy oh. wrapping paper. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Isn't Christmas great? It's a book. What's the book? Aesop! Now, uh, it's come up a few times in the podcast. I love Aesop's fables. And Matt, oh, Matt, that's such a great present. Thank oh, you so you're much. Good. Oh, that's awesome. It is um, a beautiful looking Penguin Classics book, which do always look great. They're a they good do. publisher. That's true. Uh, and Aesop, complete, the complete fables. The complete fables oh. of Aesop, Aesop, Aesop. <gasps> Amazing. Is this... I've just opened it. Okay, I've just opened it. Random page. This is fantastic. The Swan and His Owner. Oh, don't. This is too much. Shall I read one? Yeah. Why not? The Starving Dogs. Some starving dogs <laughs> saw some hides soaking in a river. Some what? Some hides. Like hides. Le- leather hides. Okay, yeah, sure. Unable to reach them, they agreed that between them, they should drink up all the water to reach the skins. Not a bad plan. 
No. I mean, Smart. it should work. But it happened that before they reached the skins, Uh-oh. the dogs burst from the force of the water they had drunk. <laughs> oh, dear. Thus, some men, in the hope of a profit, submit to dangerous work but lose it before having obtained the object of their desires. Whoa, wait, so, so, that, so that's the is, moral. This is in I- italics. Under okay. each one, in italics or italics, there's a little, yeah, essentially the moral of the fact, because they are wow. all fables. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what was that? Read that so against thus, that? some men, in the hope of a profit, submit mm-hmm. to dangerous work, mm. but lose it before having obtained the object of their desires. Okay. So don't submit yourself to something too dangerous because yeah, it's probably it may pa- not pan out. It's like yeah, the plan. It's like well, if we do that, we'll be able to get the thing that we're looking for. Yeah, but actually, don't forget in doing the that process you, of that, yeah, is so dangerous. You're not is, even going to achieve your goal. That's an amazing lesson. That's fantastic. That's one to remember. That's one for the holidays. A Christmas lesson. A Christmas lesson. That is brilliant. I, well, Adam, yeah, every now and then his well, whenever Aesop comes out Adam's yeah. face sort of lights up he loves all that Especially, I love it I think you like the animals as I well. do I do I'm a bit of a child what? no that's not fair that's not fair <laughs> Your words people of any age can there like animal stories there we go. and I proudly say that so that's a great present thank you so much you're very Matt. welcome that's, what a great gift well I have bought Matt a gift alright so it's buried under the mince pies let's bring it up here <laughs> Oh, what's this here? What's this here? This is so I've only got him the one, so I'm a little. I feel a little. That's right. No, I uh, I came across the Aesop's later, and I just thought, oh, we all love that, so I couldn't resist. I'm holding in my hand a rectangular package with lovely silver penguins on silver the wrapping penguins. paper. So festive. Let's open it up. Oh, what's it going to be? What's it gonna I think be? Matt oh, knows. hello. I think he knows. <laughs> it's what I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what you want. I can't wait to say what this is. Oh, go on, Matt. What, what's your present there? What have you got? Visually fantastic and very enjoyable. <laughs> the Brothers Grimm movie. Oh, it's the Brothers Grimm movie starring Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. <laughs> As Jakob and... But they're not like, called Jakob and Wilhelm. What are they called? What? All right, I'm going to read the back. So this is the... I think it's from 2004. Um, it's the Brothers okay. Grimm movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to read you the back. Oh, uh, great. Matt Damon, the born supremacy, Ocean's 12, and Heath Ledger, the patriot, a knight's tale, team with acclaimed director Terry Gilliam. Wow. For this fantastic tale based on the legendary stories, famous collectors of folklore, Will and Jake. <laughs> yep. They're not Jacob and Wilhelm wow. anymore. The they are Will and Jake. <laughs> Will and Jake. <laughs> Willie and Jakey. Damon and Ledger. Uh, also, Matt Damon's Will. <laughs> Ledger's Jake. Yep. Uh, uh, also, travelling con men. What? what? <laughs> Hang on. Sorry. I don't think it's 100% accurate. Famous collectors of folklore, Will and Jake <laughs> They're not only famous collectors of folklore, they're also travelling con man. <laughs> What's a travelling con man? Travelling con man, door-to-door con man. Instead of a stay-at-home con man. Who, like, hang on, you conned me last week. Oh, I'm not travelling anymore. Um, who promised to rid towns of imaginary monsters and non-existent demons in exchange for quick money. But they'll, but they'll soon. I love quick money. <laughs> but they'll soon see things beyond even their wildest imaginations when the twosome, the twosome when face. The twosome. Oh, the two. When the t- <laughs> I thought I thought it was like um, uh, with a hyphen. No, it's the oh, twosome. Right. The, the, those two face a real enchanted forest. Oh, real one. Oh Uh-oh. boy, it's like the boy who cried wolf. That's fantastic. So incredibly. Well, it's got five stars from the Daily Mirror, and as I said, visually fantastic and very, very enjoyable. And it's got a, Mon- it's got a Monty Python man behind it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, it's from the from the Academy Award-winning director of Twelve Monkeys, Brazil, and Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's incredible. He's he made. I think it was widely panned. Clearly, it's not historically accurate. No. But I can't wait to watch it. That is going to be a romp. I think we should watch that together. Absolutely. 100%. That (laughs) is amazing. (laughs) 
Well, well, what's what's next on the Christmas party, man? Oh boy, oh boy. Well, it's Christmas. It is. I'm on holiday. Yeah, Matt's taking the time off. So I'm gonna sit back and relax. No, you're not, are you? While Adam tells us a Christmas story. Oh no! Story. Is it my turn? It's the my turn. He's done a to- he's done a <laughs> the table flip round. <laughs> we flipped it round, and Adam is going to be reading me a Christmas story. Christmas fairy tale. Christmas fairy tale. I have literally no idea what it is That's at right. all, and I'm tremendously excited. So, having a reasonable knowledge of the of the Grimm's body of work, uh, it, it does appear that they don't have any Christmas tales. Mm, yeah, not to our knowledge, anyway. So, I've had to go outside of the Grimm's for this one. As in for, like, specifically kind of about Christmas, Specific set at Christmas. Christmas. Because I'd imagine that there are Christmas fairy tales, Christmas stories, because it's a time when people would gather together, so we would expect people to exchange stories. You're having a tangerine? Excuse well, me. enjoy it with your mince pie. Sometimes when I read the stories, Adam sort of secretly munches on a cookie or something, and now I can understand the temptation. It's very tempting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay. Shall I tell you what I'm going to read you, Matt? Please. On tenterhooks. I'm going to read you the tale of the little girl and the winter whirlwinds. I could not possibly be more excited than the could little girl <laughs> and the winter whirlwinds. <laughs> winter whirlwinds. Oh, this sounds epic. Oh, it's an epic. So, it's from an unknown Bulgarian author. An unknown Bulgarian author? Yeah. Orphan? Unknown an orphan. An unknown Probably Bul- got a lovely family. <laughs> unknown Bulgarian author. Wow, okay. <laughs> the little girl and the winter whirlwind. One year, the wicked winter witch decided to stop spring from coming on time and make winter the only season on earth. She hid the sun behind dark clouds and covered the earth with heavy snow. That is dastardly. That's, that is dastardly, isn't it? I mean, personally, I like winter, but... Not all year not, round. Well, maybe not. Where did she hide the sun? Uh, where did she hide the sun? Behind dark clouds. All right, okay. That's typical of her, that <laughs> typical. is. Typical. Typical winter witch. I know. <sighs> Does my head in. So one morning, the people from a small mountain village woke up and found their houses buried under snow up to the roofs. They started digging tunnels from their own to the neighbouring houses and gathered in small groups to decide what they could do. They finally decided that the best thing to do is to send someone on the highest mountain peak where the good wizard Father Frost lived in his palace of ice and ask him for help. This is amazing. (laughs) This is insane. (laughs) The good wizard. The good wizard, Father Frost. Father Frost. (laughs) Father Frost. And they're like a little mole community. They've like dug tunnels to their houses under the snow. Yeah, exactly. It's like that Arcade Fire song, isn't it? Oh, tunnels. I'll dig a tunnel from my window to yours in the snow. It's about an unknown Bulgarian Christmas fairy tale. But no one was willing to go on such a dangerous trip. Up to, up to Father Frost? Yeah, mm. it's dangerous. Don't blame them. I am ready to go, an old man said. But I'm afraid I'm too old and slow to reach the peak on time. If only I was 20 years younger. Ah. Don't we all wish that? I don't. I, I, I definitely don't. <laughs> I don't. I'd be very young. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I mean, maybe he's just saying that because he knows he's not going to have to go. Right, yeah. Oh, I, I would. He's just hoping no one's going to call his, <laughs> yeah. <call> his bluff. <laughs> Don't worry, Grandfather. I will go, his little granddaughter said. She was an orphan, living in his home since her parents died. Oh. That's sad, isn't it? That's awful. How old is she? <laughs> uh, indeterminate <laughs> like age. A child. Just a child, a young child. Okay. No, not you, the neighbours pitied her. You were too young and tender for such a hard job. You don't even have a warm coat. Oh, no. no hat and scarf. Not even woolen mittens. Oh, no, that's no good. It's not, it's no. Maybe they could give her some. They should do. Or why isn't the grandfather saying, no, you're not, it's forbidden. Yeah, come and stay with me, oh, no. you crazy orphan. <laughs> I'm not afraid, the little girl said. My feet are strong and I'm fast as a mountain goat. But you'll freeze up there with no shelter to hide from frost. I will not, the girl said firmly. I have a warm little heart, full of love for everyone. It will save me from the frost. All right, okay. She's a bit cocky. A little bit. Also, that's not how cold works, but (laughs) sure. Go, my child, the old man said. I know your good heart, and I trust it. Oh, okay. 
He's letting it go. He doesn't understand cold either. <laughs> no, they're not the s- smartest village in the Bulgarian nation. plains. <laughs> the children, who were all her friends, gave her their warmest clothes. Oh, okay, that's good. Here, take my coat, one of them said. My mittens are so warm, put them on, said another. Take my hat, my scarf, my woolen socks, and my boots. Soon, the little girl was ready to go. She's suited and booted. Yep, she's all dressed up, ready for the cold. She waved back at her friends and started for the snowy mountain peak at a quick pace. You want to get there she's quick? She's motoring ahead. Yeah, you want to. <laughs> she is cruising along. <laughs> Old Father Time better get ready because she's on the way. Not Father Time. What is he, Father Frost? Father Frost, not Father Time. Father Time. Father Time. He's, that's in the sequel. <laughs> she went further and higher, never thinking about rest. Soon she was able to see the glittering ice on top of the highest peak. All of a sudden, the whirlwinds woke up from their sleep and noticing the little figure in the snow became furious. Who dares trespass on our property? Whoa. Let's show her who we are, they screamed. Oh my goodness. Let's blow at her so hard (laughs) until she forgets where she's heading for. Oh, that's a good plan. (laughs) It's a really good plan. And they started whirling fiercely around the girl. But she only huddled into a warm coat and bravely went on. She's just pressing on, just despite, just, despite these, the whirlwinds. The angry whirlwinds. Yeah, gale force, whatever it is. Very precious whirlwinds. Yeah, I know. Wow. The whirlwinds got very tired, and one after the other fell on the ground, gasping for breath. <laughs> I'm trying to picture how they look. <laughs> yeah, I don't really they, know. Like, physical body, then. They're on the floor. <laughs> the like, whirlwinds falling out. on the floor. Don't you hate it when a whirlwind falls on the floor, gasping for breath? I'm always tripping over tired <laughs> yeah. whirlwinds. Just put it on outfits of misery. <laughs> What a strong girl, one of them said. We are exhausted, and she's not even tired. Mm. No human being has ever overmastered us, let alone such a fragile little girl. If we cannot manage ourselves, let's call our sisters, the blizzards, for help. Oh man, it's going up a level. So they called for the blizzards. Oh no. Hearing them, the blizzards became very angry. She will pay for that, they roared and threw themselves after her. It was a long and uneven struggle. But the girl overcame the blizzards too, thanks to her strong, warm heart that never let her feel fear or weariness. Wow, she's brilliant. She's She's got a serious heart on her. I know, her heart is like protecting (laughs) her from everything. Whirlwinds, blizzards. Wow. The blizzards fell on the ground, breathing heavily. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they do they do breathe heavily blizzards they do you t- they sound a bit asthmatic to be honest yeah when you're stuck on the tube with a blizzard <laughs> oh there you go you're like oh shut up I'll put my headphones in that's such shame one of them hissed we are not able to stop her let's call our mother for help oh what who is this gonna be mother mother they all screamed come to help their mother was the frosty winter witch. Oh, not her again. Yep, her again. <laughs> the one who's made it permanent winter. That's the one. The ultimate villain. One and the same. All right. She's she's back. All right, well, how's the little girl in her heart going to deal with this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> she came at once and said, I saw everything. Now listen to me. When you cannot defeat someone by force, turn things the other way around. Let's be good to her. Okay. What do you mean? To kiss her? A whirlwind <laughs> asked ironically. <laughs> ironically. <laughs> what do you mean to kiss her? <laughs> sure. That'll be a fat load of good. <laughs> well, okay, so he's giving a bit of back chat to his mum. Yeah, but qu- I mean, asking, <laughs> do they need to kiss her? <laughs> I think he secretly wants to. <laughs> Nothing of the sort, the frosty winter said. The frosty winter. The frosty winter witch. <laughs> Doesn't say witch. Oh, really? No. She's just become... Just ah. the frosty winter. Okay. Let's just try to be polite and kind, so she will never suspect us of any evil thoughts. So the wind stopped, and the blizzards went away. The frosty winter witch appeared before the girl, looking like a beautiful young woman in a sparkling white gown with long white hairs and a crown of icy diamonds. Mm. Am I dreaming? Or is this some good miracle? The girl thought. 
This beautiful lady has the face of my dear mother. And I can hear her sweet voice singing my lullaby. That's weird. That is weird, isn't it? Creepy. <laughs> that is creepy. Also, she, yeah, I'm picturing them on a really snowy, blizzardy mountain. Absolutely. It's just yeah. a woman in a dress who looks like her mum with a crown on. Yeah, that would singing. freak you out as a child. Yeah. <laughs> An orphan has been living with her granddad. Oh, no. Oh, how I want to hear some more. I'll sit here for a while, she said to herself. I'm so near to the palace. Oh, no, no more than an hour walking left. No. I'll be on time. Don't give so in. So close. Come on. So close. Keep going. The little girl sat down and closed her eyes. The frosty winter witch grinned in delight. Sleep, little girl, and may you sleep forever. It's a good plan she had the witch. I mean, that's smart, isn't it? Yeah. The whirlwinds and blizzards did not have the right idea. Yeah. She's, she's got this down. Then she left the sleeping girl on the snowy hill and flew away to tell her children how she managed to deceive the girl. So she can't, she can't even wait. She's sort of like got to tell. I've got to gloat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She's finished so the job. pleased with how mm. well she's done. The little girl was sleeping, smiling happily. But the colour of her face was changing as time passed. Her pink cheeks became at first red, then blue, <laughs> then waxy yellow. Oh, gosh. She was slowly freezing. Wow. Like a dried pear. Like <laughs> Very much myrtle. like a dried pear. <laughs> or a sick Spaniard. <laughs> sick Spaniard. Going up uh, back to Basile. That's not us talking. Yeah, that's a 15th century Neapolitan. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> With a very offensive fuse on the world. Not yes. our own. Until all of a sudden, something stirred in the snow. A squeaking sound was heard, and a tiny head showed up from a hole in the snow. It was a little white mouse. Oh, hello. Her shiny black eyes fixed on the sitting figure. Someone's in trouble, squeaked the mouse. And right after that, a number of little holes opened in the snow, and a number of mice peeped out of the holes. They speak English. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's handy. They know just how to communicate. They ran to the girl and started massaging her feet and hands. <laughs> Famously good masseuse, Maasai. Oh, yeah, little mice. The Bulgarian mi- mountain mice. <laughs> Do you know what? That- I'd like to get a mouse massage, see what that feels like. I love how, like, magic this... Everything's like... Yeah. Ma- there's, like, sentient whirlwinds, and then it's like, how are the mice going to, like, fix it? They're going to massage it. <laughs> Back to life. Massage the blood back around her body. Give her a Swedish head massage. That'll, that'll sort her right out. Oh, that sort of be right out there. That's spot. There we go. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> I'm just off to Father Frost now after oh. a lovely time massage. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Ah, uh, here's the tip. You can keep the rest. What? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Here's the tip. Keep the tip. <laughs> you know what? Keep the tip. Here's the tip. You can keep the amount I actually owe you. <laughs> okay, so they're massaging her. They're massaging her. Has she but got a name, this girl? No. No, no. Right. no. Just a little girl with Nameless a Nameless girl. All right. Orphan. Okay. <laughs> orphans orphan. can have names. <laughs> no, just orphan. But mice were so little... And their labour's so inefficient <laughs> that they decided to call their friends the rabbits for help. Everyone's got a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the friendly, friendly yeah. people, the yeah. Bulgarians. This time, bigger holes opened in the snow, and a number of white rabbits peeped out and ran to the rescue. Oh, lovely. From the snow-covered pine trees, a number of squirrels jumped down, and soon the girl was covered with white and brown fur all over. <laughs> the little animals warmed her up with their own furry bodies. You know what? That's kind of disgusting. <laughs> that's all. It's just it? wriggling around this little girl in the snow who's dying. She's a dying, freezing girl just covered head to toe in animals just wriggling around. But you laugh. They yeah. were extremely happy to see her cheeks becoming pink again. Oh, so am I. Soon, the girl opened her eyes. She thanked her new friends for saving her life and told them why she was here and where she was going. We are coming with you, the animals cheered. We also suffer very much from this never-ending winter. Oh, I bet. Flocking around the girl, the animals accompanied her to the ice palace. Wow, it's like Noah. There, (laughs) it's just like Noah, two by two, following her. There, they all knocked at the gate, but no one answered. What might have happened to Father Frost? The animals wondered. Let's try to open the door. It's not locked. 
They opened the heavy gate and the girl stepped in, followed by her friends. That is bold. That is bold. It's unlocked. I mean, what are mm, you going to do? Yeah. A glittering, icy yeah. corridor led them to a big crystal hall. And there, on a gorgeous throne of carved ice, Father Christmas was... <laughs> 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 He's in the wrong cinematic universe. There's been, there's been a crossover. Hello, I did his best. The audience cheers. It's like flipping Donald Duck in Star Wars. What? Father Christmas as he murdered Winter Frostman. Well, What's he, going on? Oh my goodness. Here's what I think's happened. That knocked me for six. That did knock you for six. You did what? not expect that, did you? Father Christmas there. Like Drinking a, a Coca Cola. Yeah. Holidays are coming. <laughs> what okay. I didn't tell you, Matt, is this is the script for a Coca Cola advert. <laughs> the most, the longest Coca Cola advert of all time. Oh my gosh! Uh, okay, wow. Well, what a twist! I didn't see that, that coming. You did not see that coming. Father Christmas it's is Father sitting Christmas. in winter. What's he called? Winter. Father Frost. Father Frost. Well, here's house. what I think. Okay. I think. Yeah. Father Christmas is Father Frost. <laughs> oh, there's an, another twist. I can't deal with these <laughs> twists. Oh, wait, is that the end of the story? Is it finished? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. End. Uh, uh, roll credits. So there. On a gorgeous throne of carved ice, <laughs> Father Christmas was lying fast asleep, sitting on his icy throne, dressed in silver embroidered clothes. Gandalf. Oh my gosh. Okay. Two squirrels jumped in his lap and tickled his face with their furry tails. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> See them with their, their bums right there. Shaking their booties. <laughs> Okay. Do you think that's going to wake him up? No. Do you not? I think he's having a great he's sleep. He's having a great sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> oh no! Father Christmas! He's got no pulse! Okay. <laughs> so mice start massaging his heart back to life. <laughs> Give him a dinosaur! <laughs> Clear! <laughs> right. Well, a mighty oh. sneezing sound made them all freeze with fear. Mm. But Father Christmas opened his blue eyes and <laughs> smiled. What are you doing here, little friends? The he's, girl he's jolly. told him everything. Oh, yeah, he's oh, a jolly okay. fella. She loves telling everyone the whole story. Oh, well, yeah. she, where do I get... I know, she's, she's a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> it has been quite dramatic. <laughs> you mean I've slept here while the Wicked Winter Witch was trying to stop spring from coming? Throughout the whole winter, Father Christmas asked, astonished. I guess she decided to outsmart me and stay on Earth forever, but I will not let her. What, she normally live in space? I don't really know. <laughs> space witch, obviously. This is expanding, this story. <laughs> the space witch and Father Christmas. Space witch too. <laughs> More Christmas. Thank you, little ones, for waking me up. Oh. Now I'll restore the natural order and give mm. everyone what he deserves. Then he blew on his silver whistle... You're <laughs> just making this up. You go. I have had a lot of pause. Is he a referee? Is there a football match going on? He blew on a silver whistle, and in an instant, all his subjects appeared in the big crystal hall. He ordered them to go and find the frosty winter witch. All his, sorry, all his subjects. Okay. I guess he's got servants and that. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, so they go off to find the frosty winter witch and bring her to the palace so he could lock her down in the cellar until next year. <laughs> he also told them to clear the skies from clouds so that the sun can melt the snow. When the big gates opened again, the sun outside was shining and the soft snow had started to melt. The way back was much easier. The new friends parted, promising to help any time when needed. Everyone in the village cheered, meeting the brave little girl. They were very happy to pick the first snowdrops and give them to her. Spring was also very happy to hear the songs and see the dances the children had prepared specially for her. The end.
Wow. That was something else. I'm going to need some more pork, blame <laughs> What a ride what that was. What do you think was? about that one? Golly gosh. Golly, golly gosh. Absolutely love that. Jiminy Christmas. Would you like some more pork? Please. Oh, gosh. That was, that was... So... Okay, so... First mystery... I can't, I can't never remember the name. Father Winter Frost. Father Frost. Father Frost is Father Christmas. I think so. There's no explanation. Okay. Um, his... We don't... Do we know how his servants got the sun back and captured the witch? Not really. I don't understand the physics of that. It just said... He sent them to do it and they did it. Yeah. So we don't actually know. And the mechanics of how that works. And he's going to let her out next year... So that would almost imply that there's a kind of seasonal thing going on. Mm. But because he's Father... Father, Like, Father Christmas doesn't, to me, represent summer. So it's not like, you know, you've got winter and they're representing winter and summer and that's the natural order. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. why is Father Christmas in charge of of winter? (laughs) And and also spring is a person, right? Her, you said her. Yes. Spring, she. So it is kind of... They're kind of representing the seasons. It's like... But then that doesn't make sense, does it? Because Father Christmas is... It's very nature winter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you've got the wicked winter witch. So I don't really know. Wow, it's a bit confusing, isn't it? <laughs> Clumsily laid out. It's a bit. Yeah, it's like a fantasy story as well. Father Christmas and a space witch. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the name of the story was the uh, the father... little girl and the winter whirlwind. So the winter whirlwinds didn't feature that heavily. No, but it's named after them. Yes. However, you know, it's not like. Uh, you know, like a novel. It's not like Wuthering Heights. It's like the person who's recorded it has given it a name. As in, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, unless it was written in a book. I don't know. I mean, in my head, some someone's gone around Bulgarian villages at Christmas and someone told this story and they've just written it down. That's why it's anonymous. But I guess we, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah. Wow. That was epic. I mean, I've come across a lot of stories which are like... I've come across other versions like The Three Little Men in the Woods, you know, um, where the girl's kicked out of the house by the stepmother and uh, in a paper frock. And it's winter and she's been told to pick strawberries. There's another story, I think it's like Bulgarian or Hungarian or something, but instead of finding the three little men in the house, she finds like the 12 months of the year who are like little uh, men. Oh, right. Who are the same, they like make uh, the snow disappear so she can get the strawberries. Right. So that is quite a common theme, like um, uh, anthropomorphised seasons and months and things like that. So I think that's quite a common thing. Okay, I didn't know that. I could have done with more whirlwinds and blizzards. I like those You like those, yeah. In my head, I'm picturing like a typhoon. That's exactly what I was thinking, like a cyclone thing, like with the thing in the middle with a face, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lying on the ground, like like struggling for breath. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Very cartoonish. She won't die! She won't die! (laughs) Her heart's too strong! And I like this little girl. I like uh, like it they've got a little fierce hero. Yeah. Battling against the odds. Absolutely. You've got, got some brilliant little animals in there. I like these little albino... Mice and rabbits and yeah. squirrels. Oh, fantastic. Covering her body. Yeah, wriggling around. That's a bit grim, a full actually. full body massage. The main takeaway image I've got from that is Father Christmas in, like, a silver dressing gown. <laughs> like, on an ice chair. He's stuck to it. It's yeah. absolutely freezing. He's asleep. And two squirrels sit in his lap and, and shake, shake their, their tails. tails in his face. Yeah. And he... Was he blink or sneeze or something? Sneezes. Wow, that, that's going to stay with me, that image. <laughs> it's quite the image, isn't it? <laughs> wow. And he's got loads of servants. Are they the elves? I guess so, yeah. Wow. And the elves that can control the weather. But weren't because, I don't know, because yeah. he was asleep? I don't know. <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't So it? she outfoxed him, the witch, because he was asleep. I think so. But So it sort of suggests they're like nemeses. They're like each other's enemy. Yeah. The witch and space witch and Father Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would make an amazing film franchise. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch, I hope they pop up in the Brothers Grimm movie. Oh, that would be fantastic. Father Christmas. <laughs> Father Christmas and the Wicked Winter Witch. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them, to be honest. It might. If you think about it, the fact that this village let a child go off in a blizzard in an upper mountain mm. to go to an ice palace is pretty negligent. Yeah, it speaks very poorly to the character of the villagers, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean... That, yeah. They were like, well, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Very slopey shoulder, just like... Eh. Yeah, definitely. Not me, not me. 
I suppose it's very much, well, in my head it's sort of, it's quite aimed at children maybe, like, yeah. but you can imagine children enjoying, you know, the child's the hero. Absolutely. Also, yeah. the other children helped her out, you know, the, uh, it was the other children who gave her That's the right, it wasn't the, anyone else. It's like, they're friends, we're the, you know, we're yeah. the young heroes, we're saving the adults. Exactly, it's like a, a Spielberg film or something, where the kids are their own society outside yeah. of the adult world. Fantastic. I absolutely love that. That was you like that? brilliant. I'm glad you enjoyed. And I'm so so. There are obviously Christmas fairy tales out there. There are. In fact, I did think about reading another very short one to you. How I, would you feel about that? I would feel extraordinarily good, and I defy you to try not because I will make you. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I've, that I've was... finished my mince pie and I've had a few glasses of port. Oh. So while Matt's tucking into that mince pie, I will tell you that the second story I was thinking of reading to you is called The Cat on the Dovrafell. Now, this is a short tale, originally published in Norske Folkevindr by folklorist Peter Christen Abjørsen and Jürgen Ingebretsen Mo. I can tell you've got a Nordic background. Absolutely. Very I'm, good. It's very authentic, isn't it? And not in any way offensive. Where are they from? <laughs> Uh, Guessing uh, northeast Norway from your accent. Norway, just okay. Norway right. in general. <laughs> so I've not done Matt's normal level of research. So what I'm doing is literally reading a story and not providing any of the other stuff that Matt normally does. Wait, so they're from Norway. Do we know when this story's from? Don't. I've not done any research. Don't. <laughs> but I'm sure I could do a quick Google. I had one question. It's called the cats. The cat on the Dovrafell. What's a Dovrafell? I don't know. The cat on the Dovrafell. Once upon a time, there was a man up in Finnmark who had caught a great white bear, which he was going to take to the king of Denmark. Now, it so fell out that he came to the Dovrafell just about Christmas Eve. And there, he turned into a cottage. <laughs> wow, that's a twist in the day. It's a twist, isn't Rhyming. it? Unfortunately, I don't think it literally means he turned into a cottage. You've got to be but careful. I love that image. It's like, and the bear's like, he turned into a cottage where a man lived whose name was Halvor and asked the man if he could get house room there for his bear and himself. Is this Google translated? Feels like it. Wait, so he's asked, have you got a spare room for me and my bear? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he's asked. <laughs> Heaven never help me if what I say isn't true, said the man. But we can't give anyone house room just for now. For every Christmas Eve, such a pack of trolls come down upon us that we are forced no. to flit and haven't so much as a house over our own heads to say nothing of lending one to anyone else. Are we about to meet some trolls? Trolls, man. I love trolls! trolls! <laughs> not like uh, horrible internet trolls, like actual trolls. And not like the weird thing from the 90s with like brightly <laughs> coloured hair. Yeah. Do you know the things you put on like the, the end of a pencil? Yeah. <laughs> not those either. Oh, I love a good troll. Oh, I love a good Come troll. On. So, so wait, he's like, no, there's no room at the end. Basically, every Christmas Eve, a pack of trolls comes down from the mountain. Oh, gosh. Uh, so he's like, don't, don't come in. He's you can't quite, stay here. It's not worth it, guys. Yeah, it's not it's dangerous. worth it. These trolls come down and they wreak havoc. And they ruin Christmas. Basically. Oh, no. A bit nasty, I think. <laughs> oh, said the man. Oh. If that's all, you can very well lend me your house. My bear can lie under your stove yonder. And I can sleep in the side room. Well, he begged so hard that at last he got leave to stay there. So the people of the house flitted out, and before they went, everything was got ready for the trolls. The tables were laid, and there was rice porridge, Ooh. and fish boiled in lye, and sausages, and all else oh. that was good, just as for any other grand feast. <laughs> so they've divine. laid out a feast for the trolls. They're so beholden to them. This was um, Halvor and his This family. is Halvor, yeah, and his... That's yeah. a great name. It, it, it is a great name, isn't it? Halvor. So Halvor's laid out all this uh, sausage treats Special and stuff. Sausages, fish boiled and okay. live, rice porridge. I imagine it's like rice pudding. Yeah, I guess. Love a bit of rice pudding. I don't. Oh, controversial. I know. Mm. 
Right. Where do you sit on the uh, <laughs> rice pudding conundrum? Let us know. GrimReadingPodcast.com. Twitter poll. Uh, we're not running that as a Twitter poll. <laughs> no. But um, you. Uh, so basically, he's. It's like an offering. It's like eat this and don't exactly, eat us. Kind of exactly thing. right to oh, appease the trolls. Fantastic. So when everything was ready, down came the trolls. Some were great, and some were small. Some had long tails. And some had no tails at all. Some too had long, long noses. And they ate and drank and tasted everything. Just then, one of the little trolls caught sight of the white bear who lay under the stove. Wait, so so, so the trolls are in the house? Yes, they're in there just tasting all the food, having a great time. One of the little trolls caught sight of the white bear who lay under the stove. So he took a piece of sausage and stuck it on a fork... And went and poked it up the bear's nose. (laughs) (laughs) I was worried where that was going. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Poked it right up the bear's nose. (laughs) That is, again, that's another image I'm going to be taking away from this. A tiny little troll with a sausage on a fork sticking it up a bear's nose. Oh gosh. Okay. What's what's the pl- what's the end game there? What's the plan? What's he thinking? I don't know. He's a troll. He just does what he wants. Oh why? Okay. YOLO. He does as he pleases. Yes. Live in the moment, yeah, trolls. Exactly. If you want to stick sausage up a bear's nose, you do it. You damn well do it. Oh gosh. So he went oh. and poked it up the bear's nose, screaming out, screaming, screaming, screaming. <laughs> 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 Screaming out, Pussy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> say that again. He poked it up the bear's nose, screaming out, Pussy, would you like some sausage? Pussy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> No, he didn't. Yes. He did not say that. Yes, he the did. The troll did not say that. Yes, he it's did. It's not even a cat. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. I know. Blimey, oh, Charlie. dear, I need to eat some mince pie to recover from that. I idea. can't believe there was a possibility of missing out on this story. <laughs> <laughs> and what, did, did Pussy want sausage? <laughs> what are you asking me right now? Then the white bear rose up and growled and hunted the whole pack of them out of doors both great and small. Hey. Next year. Okay. <laughs> Jump forward. Okay. Keep up. All Next right. year, mm. Halvor was out in the wood. I like Halvor. On the afternoon of Christmas Eve, cutting wood before the holidays, for he thought the trolls would come again. And just as he was hard at work, he heard a voice in the wood calling out. Halvor! Halvor! Well, said Halvor, here I am. Have you got your big cat with you still? <laughs> Yes, that I have, said Halvor. She's lying at home under the stove. And what's more, she has now got seven kittens, far bigger and fiercer than she is herself. Uh Oh, then we'll never come to see you again, (laughs) bawled out the troll away in the wood. And he kept his word, for since that time, the trolls have never eaten their Christmas bros with Halvor on the dog front. The end. Christmas bros. B-R-O-S-E. Don't know what that is. They've never eaten their Christmas bros. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> Christmas bros before Christmas, Christmas <laughs> Wow. So I'm assuming the uh, bear wasn't there. It's just Halvor saying, being smart and saying, yeah, it's here. You don't want to come in? As in... Yeah, well, the man that's and, it. Because the, man the, other, turned, the other man had the bear, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing he and Halvor's now using off. it as a deterrent, a yes. troll deterrent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can be deployed within 45 minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was 
Amazing. Wasn't that amazing? I couldn't deny you that story. <laughs> it's a short one. But no, it was brilliant. I loved it. Um, I, I could I could have had more troll. I oh, like definitely. I like a troll. There wasn't a just really a description. Oh no, what am I talking about? There was a long nose, tails like Pinocchio, a lizard Pinocchio. Some are big, some are small. Have some have long, yeah. long noses. Yeah, very diverse bunch. But very. um, yeah. I mean, isn't it the case that in say Iceland? I mean, this is probably just one of those myths. But people in Iceland and possibly Norway, I'm just going to lump them together, actually like believe in trolls, or until oh. very recently did. That's what I understand. And yeah. fairies as like well. Like a very high percentage. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably nonsense, isn't it? But yeah, I think so. That's at least the rumor here in Britain is that people from Iceland. That's what we believe. Believe in trolls. <laughs> we believe that they believe, believe in trolls. In exactly. Trolls. Yeah. No, I really um, I, I I love all that sort of snowy uh, sort of creatures and 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 fairy tales from that neck of the woods. I watched a, there's a many years ago when I was at uh, where was I? I watched a film called Troll Hunter, which <laughs> okay. I th- it's I think it's a Finnish film. Oh yeah. I think. It's amazing. I remember, well, I've watched it a long time ago, but I remember loving it. It's like, these guys, yeah, I can't remember what happens, but they go, like, hunting trolls, basically, and there's, like, proper CGI trolls, but it's brilliant. It's kind of like a little, you know, Finnish sort of indie film, almost. It's not a big like blockbuster. Like an art house, sort of. Yeah, in a way, but it's, you know, it's enjoyable and accessible, mm. but it's got trolls in it. It was brilliant. I loved it. Wow. So I'd recommend that, definitely. Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter, yeah. That's what it's called. Wow. Highly <laughs> recommended. Ah, um, Interesting. That was that was brilliant. I love that. Um, I don't know which I preferred. They're both brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to pick a favourite. It's That's Christmas, true. so you can have it all. I can have it all. And I can just tell you now from yeah. uh, from Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the cat on the Dovrefell, as I said, is a Norwegian fairy tale collected by Peter Christen Abjørnsen and Jürgen Mo in Norske Folkelventyr. <laughs> Okay. And it yes. is Arne Thompson oh. Uther Type 1161, The Bear Trainer and His Cat. Brilliant. 1161. 1161. So there, there's more stories that of would the appear. Bear Trainer so. and His Cat. Brilliant. Well, there's probably lots of different versions from Norway or Finnmark. I would think so, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's lovely. I, re- I, know, I really enjoyed that. I've got one question, though. Go on. Did the pussy want the sausage? <laughs> that's that's what the I ultimate know. question. Well... I'm going to leave that question hanging. <laughs> you, the listeners, decide. Did the pussy want the sausage? I was, I was hoping Father Christmas might pop up and like battle the trolls. That, that would be great. That would have been the great. ultimate crossover. Well, this has been delightful. I've really enjoyed it. In the podcast, we rank the stories every we episode, do. don't we? We give them a mark out of ten. Yeah. So an ultimate mark out of twenty. And I've compiled a little list of the highest ranking stories and the lowest ranking stories so we can see where they are on the table. Would you like to hear our favourite and least favourite stories? I really would because I genuinely don't know because I've not kept track of the scores, the ratings at all. So yeah, I'd love to know. Well, if you're more interested in the podcast than Adam, (laughs) you can go on our Podbean site and we have uh, in the right hand corner, I think there's a score button you press that and it'll take you to uh, Yeah, it'll take you to uh, the list of the tales that we've, what we've read so far. Uh, all the other titles and also our scores that we've given them. When we remember to update it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and also, yeah, that, that's the list Adam chooses the stories from. Exactly. I well. look at that very list. So, okay, well. Go on, Matt. What are you going to tell me first? Well, I was going to tell you, so the, the highest ranking story has got 17.5 out of 20. Second highest is 16. Then 15.5 is the third place. Okay, it's quite close. So, so what was the highest? 17? 17.5. Right. But within those scores, there's some of them have a few stories because they've got the same score. Uh-huh. But also, uh, in fourth place, the fourth highest score is 15. And that's the like, upper quartile, right? Out of 20. Yeah. 15. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what's in 15. This is fourth place because there's quite a few stories. There. Okay. So with 15 points are the three snake leaves. Oh, wow. Recent one. Which we both gave as respectable 7.5 yeah. each. The Louse and the Flea. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Cast your Love mind back to that yeah. one. Uh, which you gave an eight and I gave a seven. Okay. And how six men got on in the world. Such which a great one. you gave a seven and I gave an eight. Yep. In third place, there's one story with 15.5. So okay. the third high score, 15.5, The Robber Bridegroom. Oh, that's a dark <laughs> one. You gave 7.5 and I gave an eight. With 16, which is the second highest score. Yeah. 
There are three stories. The story of the youth who went forth to learn what fear That's is. That's in second place, is it? It is. No way. What were our scores individually for that? You gave it an 8.5. And I criminally gave it a 7.5. Oh, oh that's low. <laughs> I, I, I would quite happily have given it an 8.5 or higher yeah. listening back. Yeah. But hey, you know, the crimes of the it's, past. It's what are we going to do? It's what we feel in the moment. Yes. So you have to let it lie. The Pink, which we both gave an 8, has 16 points. Oh. Yeah. So that's joint second. Yeah, sorry. There's three stories with a score of 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. The score 16 is the second highest score. And there's three stories. Story of the Youth, The Pink, and Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, of course. With uh, Which you gave 7.5 and I gave 8.5. So we're usually like one point out, pretty yeah. much, on average, I'd yeah. say. And in number one position at the moment is, with 17.5, is The Three Little Men in the Wood. Oh. <laughs> now, that's a real early one, but that really stands out as a great one. Do you remember what score you gave it? I don't. Do you want to guess? Nine? You gave it a nine. Yes. And I gave it an 8.5, so wow. just shy of a nine. So there, that's that's the highest ranking story at the moment. Three Little Men in the Woods, there you go. So they're our favourite stories so far. Wow. Pretty good. And I'm glad the story of the youth is in second place, because, you know... I didn't give it the highest score in the world, but it's still up there. Even though it stands out now, it's like... Yeah. It, well, definitely one of the best. And the pink. I love the pink. The it's pink is a great one. Lowest place scores. Oh, this will be interesting. This might possibly break your heart a little bit. Oh, no. Don't okay. do it to me. Not at Christmas. So, third lowest place. Yeah. That's the best way to phrase that. It, well, the score is 10 points. So, that's half, really. Wow. That's, 10 that's out. not great. When we started this, I thought that'd be average. But actually, it feels really harsh to give a story a five. So yeah. we don't often do that. So yeah. actually, that's quite low. That to is have quite a low in our terms, yeah. Second lowest score is 8.5. And <gasps> the lowest score is 8. Wow, that, so that's on average four each. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's very low. So in third lowest place. With 10... 10 points. 10 points. The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids. No! <laughs> Which we both gave five each. <laughs> Heartbreaking. <laughs> In second lowest place yeah. with 8.5. Well, there's two stories okay. with 8.5. Thumbling. Oh, wow, Thumbling, really? Which you gave a four and I gave a 4.5. Okay. And The Girl Without Hands. Wow. That's going to disappoint a lot of people, I think. Which is the other way around. You gave it high, You gave it 4.5 and I gave it a four. Yeah. And in last place, with eight points, which you gave 4.5, and I you gave... You gave a 3.5. 3.5. You've given the, the lowest score so far. <laughs> no. It's Clever Elsie. No, Clever Elsie. And I know, totally forgot about Clever Elsie. Well, that's why it's in last <laughs> place. Forgettable. I listened to it relatively recently, and it was really enjoyable. <laughs> It's a great little Crazy, story. Yeah, yeah. I give it a always 3. the way. 5. Always the way. Yeah. Wow, Clever House is our lowest story yet. That is surprising. Yeah. So essentially, on the grim scale, the bottom you've got Clever Elsie, and you've got top you've got the three little men in the woods. Uh huh. So that's sort of like at the moment that it, that's what you're aiming for, and that's what you're not aiming for. You yeah. don't want to be like Clever Elsie. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should have started with the lowest ones and ended on a high. I don't know but that's interesting, isn't it? I wouldn't have... Like, I could see you had no... You literally were waiting to see what I said. You couldn't... Oh, I had no clue whatsoever. <laughs> it's the same with me. It was quite a surprise yeah. when I tallied that up. Yeah, interesting. That's very interesting. So, lowest one was eight. Lowest one was eight. Uh, which clever else. So, ranging from a combined score of eight to a combined score of 17.5. It's quite a spread. It is. But actually, interestingly, the... Lowest score is kind of high. It's eight. You yeah, don't have any that have got like yeah. one or two because no. we could theoretically give a zero. That would be yeah. harsh. That would be very harsh. Uh, <laughs> We'd have to really hate the score. <laughs> and the highest is 20. So it's a good indicator that the quality of the stories are high. Yeah. Well, this has been a, this has been great. Absolutely delightful. It's been a great year. Uh, first year of the pod. First year of the pod. And thanks so much to everyone for coming along with us. It's, uh, it's been really great um, getting all your messages, uh, all your feedback, um, just all the love and support. We really appreciate it. So thank you. We, yeah, we've had some 
absolutely uh, amazing, more than we could ever have hoped for, messages, be it emails or reviews and things like that. And it yeah. just it absolutely means the world to us. It really does. Thank you very much. And this is a... <laughs> It feels a bit pompous to say, this is a treat. This yeah. is like we've done this, you know, as a little Christmas special. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit more relaxed than usual. Yeah. We've mixed things up a bit. Just uh, something a bit different. It's been, it's, been, it's been a fun year of podcasting. It really has. And I don't know, maybe we'll try, I don't know, make some changes in the future. Or we'll, see, we'll carry yeah. on how we are. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll but certainly there will be more Grim Reading out. Oh, yes. In the new year. Maybe. <laughs> Can you tell me when, Adam? I can't tell you for sure when. Couldn't possibly. Couldn't. couldn't but keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled. Keep everything peeled. Keep the oranges peeled for the for whatever you keep need your orange oranges peeled for. Peeled. I'd also like to just uh, give a shout out and a mention to some other podcasts. Absolutely. So we've never actually mentioned it, but quite a big inspiration for our podcast for Grim Reading and how we do things is the inimitable Rex Factor. Well, it's, it, isn't, it is imitable because we are imitating it. <laughs> I mean, you can attempt to at least. You can, you can try. You won't necessarily succeed. So Rex Factor is a... Maybe, maybe you're listening to us um, because of Rex Factor because they, they read us out once, which was oh, amazing. Still absolutely. Highlight for, for both of us, I think. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> of the year. So Rex Factor is a historical podcast. They rate and review and give scores to the monarchs of Britain. The first series was the English monarchs and the second series was the Scottish monarchs Absolutely. up to the unification. And they, yeah, they score the monarchs based on battleiness, subjectivity, longevity, longevity dynasty, dynasty not, not the programme. Program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's one of my favourite podcasts of Absolutely all time. Absolutely, and mine. And yeah, just like to say thank you to those guys. And also, if you haven't heard of them, Check them out. They're amazing. And yeah. it's a similar thing. It's like two guys chatting and kind of giving a score and just having fun with something that, yeah. you know, is it's a serious. It's, but very, it's very serious, but very entertaining and very absolutely. informative as well. And it's just really interesting. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's a big inspiration for us. Massively so. Likewise, another podcast from the Rex Factor family is Totalis Rankium. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that podcast. And... Uh, They've given us a great amount of support as well. Yeah, they've been amazing, um, Rob and Jamie. And they, like Rex Factor, it's another historical podcast. They rank, based on a series of factors, uh, the Roman emperors and the US presidents yeah. as well. They have a separate show doing the US presidents. So definite big shout out to those guys. And I wanted to mention another podcast in um, our last episode, in The Singing Bone. Mm-hmm. When I was researching that, I found a, a podcast called... Singing Bones, which wow. basically, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to you before. It's, it's a podcast where they, it's, a, it's a, a woman, an Australian woman called Claire Testoni, and she goes through folklore. So she looks at, um, she looks at the singing bone. Yep. She looks at certain stories from the Arabian Nights. She looks at certain Hans Christian Andersen stories, Jack and the Beanstalk, uh, brother, lots of Brothers Grimm stuff. And she, uh, it's very, it's very haunting and quite, quite a beautiful, gentle listen. And she just tells about the history of the stories and the meaning of the stories. Kind of like we do at the end mm-hmm. of our podcast, but in a, in a different style, but it's a really lovely podcast to Aww, listen to. That sounds great. And if you like all the sort of history and the meaning behind fairy tales, well, I'd recommend that. But there's another podcast I came across called uh, Tabled Fables. Tabled Fables. Tabled and, Fables. Um, yeah, they look at the history and meaning of fairy tales as well. But I definitely recommend The Singing Bones if you're into your fairy tales. That sounds great. A lovely uh, bunch of recommendations there. Oh, yeah. That's great to be part of the uh, the podcast family. I've, I've yeah, we've never actually mentioned like Rex Factor and those guys. I've always wanted to, but there's never been a appropriate well, time. Well, there's no better time to do it than Christmas. So uh, <laughs> I don't mean, seriously in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> he's had the port. He's met. I'm gone. I'm Father fu- Frost. I've, got, I've gone full Christmas. <laughs> he has. He's like wearing a red <laughs> woolly suit. Red woolly suit. And he's got a sack full of gifts. Oh yes, I do. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, Matt is taking big gulps of that port right now. Oh, it's really lovely. Well, it's been fun. Yeah, I don't want it to end. I'm loving this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, something a bit different. A bit special. Hats off to Adam. Round of applause. That was amazing. Well done. Well done, sir. Thanks to myself and thanks to Matt for for his wonderful gifts and for everything that he's done. Yeah, thank you so much. I can't wait to watch the Brothers Grimm movie. Oh, I can't wait either. I want to watch that with you. Yeah, we're definitely going to watch that together. Stick that in the diary. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I know it's um, blustery and blizzardy out, but I probably ought to canter off to my castle. I think so. The port will keep you warm. Yeah, should keep me Port going. in the storm. Hey. 
Very good. Not bad, is <laughs> not it? Not bad, sir. That's not a bad way to end the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in a boat. <laughs> I'm on my horse. Um... <laughs> and I'll just stay uh, back in my castle with the fire to keep me warm. And uh, have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're having a lovely time. Yeah, and see you in the new year. See you in the new year. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You can email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at grimreadingpod. Also on Instagram and Facebook, grimreading. You can find us on podbean, podbean.com slash grimreading. And we also have a website, grimreading.wordpress.com. Keep it grim.